Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome back to Kevin 27 World. The show is Kevin 27. Back with another fire episode. And today we have Avatar, The Last Airbender, the Netflix version, ultimate review. And I have a lot to say. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on this video and this channel. And please give your boy a follow, okay? Now, I have a lot to say about this show. So before we start, make sure you light up that exotic if you got it. And pull up that expensive so we can get offensive because it might get offensive in this show, okay? So to start off with Netflix's Avatar The Last Airbender. How am I feeling about it? Did I like it? Did I love it? Did I hate it? I liked it. Am I overwhelmed or underwhelmed? Uh, That's a tough one. I'll probably say a little underwhelmed, but it comes with a caveat because I'm just underwhelmed with some of the storytelling or lack thereof. But as far as the CG, I'm loving it. As far as being immersed into the story, I'm loving it. As far as the character development, I'm 50-50 halfsies on, okay? So... Before I get into the stuff that I didn't like, let's talk about what I did like about the show, okay? I like the actor who plays Aang. I think he plays him very well. Now, did he capture with what the original, the animated version of Aang was able to capture? I don't think so. I think it's just going to be hard to replicate that throughout the series, I'm pretty sure it would get renewed for a season two, which, I mean, they should already be working on season two. I mean, you kind of know a show with, unless it's just God awful. And I don't think this was, you know, they're going to come back for a season two. So uh, I hope they already own that, but yeah, he was good. Um, the pacing I thought was decent. You know, because a lot of times I felt like uh, they were just kind of harping on certain scenes a little too long. And then when you go back and actually look at the first season, they missed a lot of episodes. So, you know, um, I thought 
they did a way better job than M. Night Shyamalan or Shyamalan, however you say his name. I thought they did a way better job than they did in that movie. You know, um, they stuck to the source material a little more in hoonology. I don't know what it is, but I'm still so I still never could understand why the uh, the the uh, the technology in the the film just was so freaking bad. I mean, you had these dudes doing all of this stuff and then they lifting up rocks and it just take forever. And it's like, bro, you could just move out the way. This this series, it made the earth, the earth bending look way more realistic and doable. The water bending was incredible. Uh obviously the fire bending looked good. The some of the fights with Zuko, specifically when Zuko fought Zhao in the last fight. I thought it was amazing the way they were fighting with their fire. So that was good. So the only thing that really looks bad is the air. And I really can't blame Netflix for this because what does air look like? How do you make air look cool? How do you even make air look like it's a thing? How do you make air look visible? without it looking so cringe. Like, uh, we can cue this up right here. Uh, we got the, uh, the intro where Aang is on the little air ball doing his stunt. And he actually, you know, and he spins around and runs, great. you know, he has this, this right before before he's ready to say And, anyone. you know, we got the parallel. They, they actually show you on the one on the bottom how that looks. And it's moving considerably slower you know, it doesn't look as fluid. And I just think that's just, you know, what you got to take when you taking an animation. Because what they do with the animation, they just kind of make it the air blue. And you kind of really don't think about it because what does air look like again? You know, so uh, shit, that's all that is. It is what it is with that. So as far as the CG, I'm super ecstatic. I thought Appa looked fire. Um, uh, Shorty with the with the big ass uh, platypus face dog or whatever the hell. Uh, that thing looked fire. I mean, the CG was on point. I feel like in the entire series, you know what I mean. And I think for that alone they'll get renewed for a season two, just off the CG. I mean, the CG was amazing for the story that they're telling. I mean, we're talking about using the elements. You know, you got fire coming out of feet and hands, you know. Um, and to me, I thought they did a really good job. So, you know, okay for the CG, you know. Got my Avatar shirt on. But uh, yeah, salute, man. I, I really, I'm really digging that um, the CG. As far as where we at with it next? As far what else did I really like? Um, what else did I like? Damn, because it it really it, I'm just keeping it real. It wasn't that much that impressed me. So I, I it, it's certain things that I like. 
But if I get to the things that I hate, I'm going to be stuck there. So I'm really trying to think of what else there was that I really liked. Um, I said I liked Aang. I thought his portrayal was good. Obviously not as good as his predecessor. Uh, so one thing I really did like, and this is a part of the CG, I guess, but the action, I thought the action scenes were incredible. Um, one off the top, obviously, is the first scene with Aang versus Zuko. I thought it set the tone. Also, the first scene, the opening scene where, you know, the Fire Nation attacked the uh, air, you know, nomads. You know, I thought the action was really up to par in the series because it just looked so realistic, you know. And I thought the earth bending was as close as it could get to what it looks like in, um, you know, the TV show. Obviously, like I said, the air was the only one that wasn't as good. But, uh, yeah, so the fighting was good. So, uh, all right, man. I'm going to go to my notes because, you know me, I had to write the hate down. So let's get into my notes. And this is the ultimate review, you know. So the Southern Air Temple, why did they bury the lead? Aang walking into the Southern Air Temple with his false sense of belief that the monks are still alive. I really hate that they missed when he went into the Avatar state, every statue lights up and notifies the world the Avatar is back. Instead, they do it on a small. Uh, 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 instead, they do it on a much smaller level with Zuko's dolls lighting up in the first episode. So yeah, the Southern Air Temple. I just so immediately my hate starts off in the beginning with the whole Sokka and. Uh, the whole Sokka and Katara thing, but we're going to talk about that when we get to it. But, yo, they just did a lot of burying the lead, right? So, and I don't, I'm not sure why they're doing this, but I'm not sure if they're assuming that the crowd already knows what's going on with the Avatar, so they just like F it. Or if they're like, well, they don't know because we're trying to introduce this to a much younger audience. So let's just tell you right here and now. But they just buried the lead so much. They start the move, the, they start the show off with the air nomads getting killed, which was egregious to me. Then the uh grandma, Sokka and Katara's grandma. Yeah, I know she knew about the Avatar even in the, the animated version, but for her to just go right off the bat telling him how he felt, everyone was dead, blah, 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 blah. Like, I just, again, I'm not seeing this for the first time. So it just, to me, it seemed like Netflix went out of its way to tweak every little thing that is great about the show. Like, they're like, ah, oh, well, grandma already said, grandma didn't really say anything, so let's make her say that. Cool. That's, to me, that's not that big of a deal. For him to be walking into the Southern Air Temple already knowing that everyone is dead, already knowing that Monkeyatsu is dead, it kind of made him going into the Avatar state a little anticlimactic. 
because it was like, well, he knows already, you know. In the TV show, when he's walking into the Southern Air Temple, they're trying to hide the the uh, the Fire Nation helmets from him, you know. So it just builds up that anticipation. So when he goes and he, you know, uh, Momo shows him Monkeyasu, that's when he loses it. He goes crazy. The only one who could calm him down is who else? Katara. This one, he just gets pissed off after, you know, just being there for so long. And then, you know, he just gets pissed off. And then that's it. Like, he's mad until he isn't mad anymore. And that's it. You know what I mean? And then we don't even get the and, – and, and I know this Sokka said it, like, oh, he, he could have blew us off the mountain. But for some reason, the animated Sokka, when he said – it's just way more funnier, bro. Like, I just think the animated Sokka just – man, he just left a lot, you know, uh, big shoes to fill. And, uh, yeah, and I just really did not like that we didn't get that part where – because – and the Southern Air Temple in the TV show, when he walks in, or yeah, when he walks in, he notices Avatar Roku because Avatar Roku was his predecessor. He was the previous Avatar. The Netflix series, we don't even get that moment. You know what I mean? Like they to me, they just took away a lot of great moments, and that plagued this series, I fear. You know, and when I say I fear, we go to the Rotten Tomatoes real quick and just really check. I mean, it's not doing good. It's 59% on the tomato meter, 76% on the audience score. I mean, the 76%, you know, if you're if you're a real Avatar fan, you can you couldn't watch it and say it was trash because it wasn't. But to me, it was a lot of little stuff like this, and you wouldn't really know if you weren't an Avatar fan. Like my sister, she says she liked the the Avatar: The Last Airbender movie, but she's not an she didn't watch the show. So if you're just watching it as a movie, you're like, oh, this is an interesting story. But if you know the show, we looking for the details. The devil's in the details, honey. Okay, and we did not get that part where all of the statues lit up of all the previous avatars, their eyes, and then, and it lit up across the world. And then that's when they put the word out, like, yo, put the word out there, the avatar back. I thought that was just, you talking about the first few episodes, we, you, we, like, we're talking about essential moments that grab you as a 13 year old. I was 13 when the show came out. You got to think about it like that. And we talking about these little pivotal moments like that, where it's like, ooh, I'm back, man. I'm coming back next week. I'm coming back next week. And this Netflix series left a lot of that out, you know? So another thing that I have, because now we just get into the problems. So the Netflix series takes away a lot of conflict. Commander Zhao and Zuko don't even fight until the end of the series even though it happens episode three of the original. So I thought that was bad. Um, Commander Zhao was pretty much just punking my man Zuko, and that was not the case in the animated series, but they kind of made it so 
in the Netflix series, and I did not like that, you know. And um, Katara and Sokka's original fight that leads them to discover an end. Instead, Katara is trying to waterbend the boat back to them after the wreck. They still kept the wreck, but and that's how they discover Aang, and I thought that was lame. So it's like they really had no conflict, you know, Katara and uh, uh, Sokka pretty much the entire series until they got into the little love tunnel or whatever. They, they're they're Katara and Sokka, ugh, bro. Their relationship was boring in the series. It really wasn't good, and I really felt like they just missed the mark completely on Katara and Sokka. And I think it starts with the beginning. Again, you gotta look at it from my perspective. I'm a 13 year old. And I see the premiere or the commercials for Avatar. And automatically, I thought it looked good. But you got to think watching the first episode. And you see in that first part where Katara and Sokka get into it. And she said, you the worst, most sexist person that I've ever met. Blah, 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 blah. Start going in on them. And then she's going so crazy. She's going so hard that she you know bust open the uh the iceberg and that is how ang is discovered you know what i mean automatically you're more drawn into katara as a character automatically you're more drawn into Sokka because you know he's a person that's talking his scut you know what i mean so and then obviously what happened with ang going forward this netflix series is kind of like they took the soul out of the show and this is why um i forget uh i know it's uh martin d d martino or something yeah michael dante d martino and uh brian konitsko you know um they spent two years developing a live action adaptation of the animated classic you know before they shocked fans by announcing their exit from the project due to creative differences and I can only imagine that it just has to do with so much of them changing stuff that didn't need to be changed. And the smug that they talked about it with when they said, oh, the sexist stuff with soccer. Yeah, we took that out. I felt it was a little outdated. Like, you know, they were a little smug about it. And to me, um, I just didn't like it. It just... I just feel like, you know, they just sacrifice a lot of growth and character building. And I feel like they're just like expecting us to just know it. And that isn't right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not feeling that. How about Sokka's conflict with the Kyoshi Warriors and him being sexist, but then Suki learning him something serious? The Netflix series takes away Sokka's arrogance and confidence and turns them into a beta male. Bro, and I'm not BSing. They turn Sokka into a beta cuck. Now, I, well, I ain't going to say cuck because he was still pulling the girls. So that's one thing I give him. 
he was still pulling the girls salute mad respect because you know i'm surprised they didn't shy away from that and had Sokka just be a one woman man i also said there really isn't any character arc here he's pretty much the same guy throughout the series it is hard to replicate the animated Sokka's performance because the funny just isn't there it's not there you know so the first part his conflict with uh with suki and the kiyoshi warriors they changed that whole thing up so the kiyoshi warriors in the animated series when they came to the uh kiyoshi island they actually kidnapped the uh the the avatar in the game and Sokka was like you know so surprised and then when he found out it was the women he was like let me know who really kidnapped me because no way i got kidnapped by some girls right and then you know obviously they learned him something because he thought he could beat up suki and she schooled his ass and schooled him to the point where he got on his knees and bowed to suki and said please teach me the way of you know the kiyoshi ways teach me how to be a warrior like you because i should have never underestimated you this is episode four it only took him a few episodes to really realize like okay i'm being sexist misogynistic you know and he had to be taught this it's like he already knows it he just like oh suki you're such an amazing warrior i wish i could be like you like just a sorry sack of scut and i'm just like bro what is your issue what's your problem and i really hated how they did my boy soccer you know um i just i didn't like how they did him and i thought i thought it was thought it was foul and to me that's why his character arc isn't there he like he didn't get to learn instead he just come in, be a nice guy to Suki. She just like him because that's probably the only man she's seen in the last however many years, and she just already on him. You know, and um, I just, I don't like it. You know, I don't like it, and I don't like acting like women don't go through misogyny in the real world. Like, I don't, I don't get it, bro. I just, I don't get it, and I don't like it. You know, I don't like it. Um, I did think it was cool to see Avatar Kiyoshi, but I didn't like what it symbolizes. Like, Aang can't handle his problems by itself. You know what I mean? So, once they get to Kiyoshi Island, obviously, who pulls up? You know, my man Zuko and Uncle Iroh. And, uh, oh, and I can say one thing I, before we get to that. One thing I really did, another thing I really did like is Uncle Iroh and um, uh, Zuko. I felt like they were true to the characters through and through. So just a side note. So once they get to Kiyoshi Island, you know, obviously they're trying to capture the Avatar. You know how all that shit goes. And the avatar is in the avatar or he's in the spirit world talking to kiyoshi and he's like i don't know how i'm supposed to do all of this stuff and she was like okay well forget it let me show you because she's already flaming him like you've been going for 100 years you're missing out and she was like let me show you how to do this thing 
and she possessed his body and she actually went for avatar mode and um i mean it was cool to see but it was cool to see but come on man that was too much i just kind of felt like you know why i didn't like it because i know people were trying to say well oh they was at the temple and this and that bump all that so you said so what you saying is well he don't even really have to learn he don't really have to learn how to be the avatar he can just go to any temple and just go into the avatar state like avatar roku could overtake him nah man i didn't i didn't like what that symbolized and it symbolized like oh he couldn't take care of that by himself you know him and his game so i didn't like that and that just leads into you know a lot more of um just problems i have with the show you know like the next one had a big problem with the whole boomy situation again the netflix series buried the lead with knowing boomy right off the bat so this is a hundred years later and the netflix series Ang is privy to know that Boomy is the king. And obviously his friend from 100 years ago. In the animated series, Aang doesn't know at all that Boomy is the homie. You know, and the whole time Boomy is kind of like, you know, messing with him, but letting him know, like, you're the avatar, bro, and we need you. We, we looking for, you know, and he was giving him all these varies and tests. Well, this one isn't even as special in the Netflix series because in the animated series, Katara and Sokka had these rings that was like filling up their whole body. And, you know, before it cover up their whole face, Aang had to do all of these tags. So, again, it's the suspense that they are killing by burying the lead. Again, they buried the lead. And... It's just my whole problem with this Netflix series. Like, you either assuming that we know and we don't care because we already know, or you're just arrogant to know, that, or just arrogant enough to say you don't care. And we're doing it this way, and that's not how you should do it. The Last of Us was so good because they pretty much copy and paste what the video game was. That's like just copy and paste. You can change little things here and there, you know, but you don't just straight up just, okay, well, you did this, so we're going to switch this all around. No. So that was my whole problem with the Boomy situation, you know, and um, Aang not being able to defeat Boomy on his, again, this is a problem I had with him not being able to do things on his own. In the animated series, he actually did all the tasks, and then he fought Boomy 101 and caught the W. In the series, he is fighting Boomy 101 and couldn't beat him, and then here come Katara and Sokka, and they come and helping him, and then he's like, oh, well, you need your friends, and blah, 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 and my friends are here for me, and bro, what? You are the Avatar. So what's going to happen? When they say, yo, Aang, you got to sacrifice your friendship, even your love for Katara, you know, to become the avatar. You got to be selfish. Like, 
is he going to try to figure out a way? Because in the show, he did try to figure out a way to do it, but they let it know it can't be done. Like, is it is it just going to be able to get done? Is he going to be able to go into the Avatar state whenever he wants to without having to sacrifice his love for Katara or having to sacrifice his friendship? I don't know, man. I don't know. And even that, that was another thing. This entire series and Netflix, they never even hint at my man's having a crush and wanting to be with Katara. He was on Katara from day one. They don't even make it now. It didn't really seem like she had a really, like, really a crush on him. It kind of seemed like it was always one-sided. Every now and then, you will kind of notice a little something with Katara. Maybe she liked Aang. But she was on Jet. She was on, I think it was somebody, someone else. But she, was, she wasn't really on Aang like that. But he was on her for sure, for sure. And I still think, even though he's 112 years old, I think he still was a little older, or she was a little older than him. So it is what it is. But that was another thing I didn't like. Like, come on, man. We could have had something with that relationship. Um, lack of water bending from Aang throughout the series, like he was avoiding it. So in the animated series, Katara was teaching him water bending a lot. Everything that she learned, she was teaching Aang. And I get it. I'm not sure if it was like the time constraints. I don't know. Now, what I heard, I heard that the Netflix series was longer than the animated series, but for some reason, they only had eight episodes, and the animated series told a lot more story. So, again, they just stuck on the main parts, and they just dragged it, which, you know, was kind of bad, you know, but so we didn't really get any water bending from Aang. And even Katara, like, we saw her waterbending, but remember the animated version. She, she was able to get a scroll, a waterbending scroll. Like, she was learning a lot before she got to the North Pole. This series it was like, it didn't seem like she was really learning that much. You know, like, I feel like they kind of just did whatever when it comes to her water bending, you know, and um, so now that we brought up Katara, let's talk Katara. I feel like she was severely used. Therefore, her performance felt bland, lacked a lot of character. Not as fierce as the animated version. And I felt like Netflix was more misogynistic than the original, but because like, Bro, because avoiding the plight of women is ridiculous. You know, I felt like they did it with the Kiyoshi Warriors. They avoided the plight of women. And I felt like they did it again with Katara. You know, um, okay, so when I'm watching a movie, yeah, and, and I know it's supposed to be in the 1800s. I don't want to hear no N-words, but you could be some be racist. You don't got to say the N-word, but you could be racist. 
You know, I expect to hear someone that call me boy. I want to hear that. You know what I mean? But uh, acting like women don't go through the plight of misogyny and womanizing and all of that, I just feel like it's irresponsible for Netflix to leave that out and misogynistic in itself by thinking you need to baby women. You don't need to baby them, bro. Like we could treat women like they are adults, you know, and even girls because it's a tough world out here, you know. And for them not to really mention it with Sokka and how he was being misogynistic to his own sister, you know, they don't really touch on it until they get to the North Pole. And by then, it just felt so forced. It felt so forced by the time she got to the North Pole. Like seriously, when she when she got to the North Pole. I kind of expected uh, Mas, uh, Master Paku, I expected him fully to just teach her because that's how they treated the entire series. Like they just went back on a lot of stuff and I guess they just did it because they wanted to have that conflict. But even then, like the fight was lukewarm. It wasn't really that good. Like the fight in the animated version, a thousand times better the way that Katara just spoke up for herself. And you got to remember, she had already kind of gotten in trouble with the whole water bin and stuff because her and Aang, like, Aang was learning from Master Paku and then he was coming back and teaching uh, Katara and he got in trouble and that's when she went off on him. Like, nah, F that. We about to, you know, do this and we about to scrap. Like this one, I just and and I, I don't want to say it about the actress. She's a young lady. I think she's about seventeen, but just it felt soulless, you know. And I don't want to say that because she's a kid, but it just and, and it's not her fault. I really think it's Netflix's fault. They really didn't give her a lot to work with, to be honest. So and Netflix. Okay, so the Netflix version is missing the episode in prison, which is from the animated version. And this episode is important to Guitar's, it is important to Guitar's growth as a character. It's pretty much the first episode of the season where she is the main character saving the heroic Haru, who was set up by an old man for earthbending. And she actually led an entire prison rebellion of earthbenders. I'm not sure why they left this out. That was important character building. And to me, this is what the Netflix series is missing. It's like, like the to me, what they are doing, I'm keeping it so real. To me, what the Netflix series is doing, the trajectory that, that they are going on, season three, if they get that far, it's like they won't have the episode where uh Sokka's master where he meets the master and the episode is all about him and it's him becoming a better swordsman and you know all of that stuff and learning from the fire nation teacher the way they moving it's like if you can forget or not include imprisonment which is an entire episode based around Katara and her leading a prison rebellion of earth benders I don't understand how you forget or not add that. 
it's huge for guitarist growth. And again, you got to put yourself in my position, a 13-year-old watching this for the first time. And it's really like the strongest woman character that I can remember seeing on like on TV, honestly, like in an animated form. We talking about this type of thing. Like I'm 13. This is what I'm seeing. And for them to leave this out, like they showed you from the beginning how strong of a character Katara is. So yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure why they didn't at least have that episode in. It's like they kind of just to me, Netflix dropped the ball because they kind of either made it all about Aang or it was about all three of them. It was never, they never gave Katara her individuality, which is detrimental, I feel like, to the series. Like, people don't just love Aang or love them all together. I love Katara. If I ever have another daughter, I, I would be bidding to name my daughter Katara because I love what she represents in the TV show, a strong, independent woman. You know what I mean? And to me, even though she was very much independent in the Netflix series, to me, they just left out a lot of her fierceness, strongness, and her desire to be a great waterbender. And to me, that's where they fall short. Um, Sokka, again, I just, he wasn't as funny, but we already talked about his character growth. Uh, why did they make Azula so unhinged and not as confident and her dad not as confident? You got to remember, Azula was the shit, 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 shit from when they were little kids. So I'm not sure why they was acting like the dad didn't really know if she was ready and she had to act like she was going to like blow the dad to smithereens. Stop it, bro. Stop it. Like, and then they kind of act like the dad was afraid of her because she had lightning. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not really sure what that was about, you know, but again, it's certain stuff I'm not really mad at, but to make Azula kind of seem like she was not confident uh, or, and she was already unhinged. She was very disciplined, very disciplined to start the, the the series it's just it just wasn't until the end i think her not being able to kill the avatar got to her and then um you know obviously her friends betraying her at the end i think that got to her but you know before then she was pretty buttoned up you know one step ahead of the competition one step ahead of her brother one step ahead of uncle iroh you know so I'm not really sure why they did that. Now, again, I kind of get it because in the series, she wasn't even introduced until season two. They introduced her like in the beginning of the series, but they kind of like made her just so arrogant and just so just even to her dad, like the dad had to keep checking her. And again, I'm not I'm not mad at it because you got to change some stuff and give her some, you know, some sort of plot, you know, but to make it seem like she was just so unhinged that even the even even Pops was irritated, like 
even you know uh the fire lord was irritated with her i just i really didn't like that you know so you know i, I just all in all man this could have been a good series it, it it was a good series i'm not gonna say it could have been it was a good series you know i was engaged i think i'm gonna watch it again go back and watch it um one thing i think that was cg that looked like shit was uh the fish the fish thing that looked bad at the end when he turned it you know when the fish took him over and for some reason um and because i went back and watched most of the stuff they was just changing too much like they was like oh ang is gone forever he'll never come back you know the spirit took him over for life and all of this stuff no that's not what happened you know in this animated series they made it happen like that in the netflix series but again you know it is what it is again i'm not mad at certain certain changes but certain stuff man oh and again with the misogyny stuff so she was so the dart ua we all know that she was supposed to be marrying one of the guys in uh the 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 uh north the the northern water tribe she's supposed to marry one of the guys and then Sokka came through and Sokka and that guy had a conflict over the way he treated Yue. That was nowhere in the nowhere in the show. Again, Netflix just shitting on the plight of women, even back in the days, even women that go through this stuff now. And I don't want to say go through it because I don't want to disrespect anybody's heritage. I know it's still Indians have arranged marriages and whatnot. I, kind of think they do it in Africa, but not everywhere in Africa. Again, a lot of countries in Africa. So arranged marriages is still a thing. So, but the way they, so they totally just X out their arranged marriage. And then again, so that X out the conflict that Sokka had with the guy. And again, like they just, I don't know, man, they did Sokka dirty, man. They did Sokka dirty. Sokka, I don't even think Sokka took her on the opera ride. You know what I mean? He didn't even take you away on the opera ride at Netflix. And I get it because I'm going to keep it so real. Uh, opera didn't really feel like a big part of the story. Like, it's kind of like he was just kind of there. He didn't feel like a big part of the story like the Netflix or the animated series. He felt kind of like not even like, you know, like Sokka used Appa to flex for UA. You know what I mean? So it's just little things like that to where you just look and you're kind of like, mm, they could have did so much better and they didn't. Um, so yeah, man, all, all in all, I'm a, I, I'll give it a seven. And why I give it a seven is because they kind of stuck to the source, but they did change around too much stuff. Um, but I was engaged and I am going to watch it again. It's only eight episodes. You know, I do feel like they should have did at least 10. And, you know, we could have that imprisonment episode, man, because Qatar needs to be built up more for sure. So, 
other than that, it was a good series. You know, I thought Aang was portrayed well by the young man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, why this is a thing, and I wonder, is because, you know, it's not like the voice actor. The voice actor said if they was to do a season four, he wouldn't have been able to do it because he couldn't sound that close to Aang anymore. His voice is cracking. Like, even if you really hear how he sounds from season two to season one, or season one to season two in the animated version, he sounds more grown and more so in the third one, which is should have been expected because it took them about a year, I think, or you know, maybe to the summer, end of summer, or something like that. So, you know, they got to get a move on it with this because I mean, he's very he looks young, but shit, he's gonna start growing a lot, you know what I mean? So they gotta really get that going. Um, so I I I like the actors. Uh, again, I think they just need to do more for Katara. I can't blame the young lady because she's only 17, so I can't blame her. And the guy who's playing Sokka, I mean, you just got to try your hardest to be funny because Sokka was just funny, but not only funny. In the animated series, Sokka was the dominant leader of the group. Even though Aang was the avatar, Aang was still 12. You know, Sokka was older and he was the dominant leader. Like it was an episode actually when I was watching Imprisonment, they was like, oh, well, can't we sleep in? Sokka was like, no, unless you want fire up in your face by the Fire Nation, we're going to be up at the crack of dawn so we can be on our merry way to the North Pole. Like Sokka was the dominant leader in the group, hands down. And I think going into season two, they need to display that way more because he was way more beta in season one. And I feel like that was a misstep. So Sokka more dominant. And I think uh, uh, I feel like uh, Zuko and Uncle Iroh, they were perfect. Um, I was cool with what I seen from the Fire Lord. He was actually pretty close to the uh, Fire Lord in the animated series. And Azula scale back on the unhingedness, dial up the confidence and arrogance and flawlessness because she was just so good. Like, she was like, she was just good. Like, she was very good. Even when I was watching it today when it was like, oh, we can't, we can't dock because of this. And she was like, now what if I throw you overboard? Like, she was just like, I'm not taking no bullshit. You know, this one, she was a little, uh, this one, she was a little more um, shaky for whatever reason. She's a little more shaky and I'm not feeling that. So yeah, I give it a seven out of 10. It was a good watch and I will watch it again and we can dive into it deeper. But other than that, this has been the ultimate review 
of Avatar, The Last Airbender, the Netflix version. And um, shoot, we're going to see what we get with this, man. Um, If we can go up, we'll, we'll do more Avatar con uh, content. Let me know if you want me to do more Avatar content. I'm going back watching the original, you know. So if you want me to do some Avatar content, I will do that. But let me know in the comments section. It shows Kevin27. Believe until you make believers. Thanks for watching.